Welcome to the Rome Podcast. This is a space for us to talk about overlanding and adventures and anything else in between. Adventure comes in all shapes and sizes. Some like to run, some like to ski, some like to fly. We like to drive. It is something that is at the very heart of our passions. It's about a group of people who want to get out and explore the world. It's about a group of people who want more than the everyday experience. So join me on this podcast where we explore the world of overlanding and vehicle-based travel. So today on the Rome podcast, we're going to be chatting to Simon from Raw Boss Overland. It's good to have our first guest on the podcast and yeah. Great to be here. Nice. I'm, yep. I'm really excited to chat about a whole bunch of uh, awesome topics. Both of us have got a busy lives at the moment. Yeah. And But exciting things happening. Exactly. Exactly. And you can only push forward. 100%. Yeah. yeah. A lot of change. In uh, my side and a lot of uh, change in your side, yep. leaving your your day job and, and starting a life as a as a, an adventurer creative. <laughs> I think uh, that's really cool. So I do all of that stuff. We'll do just, you have a bunch of questions? I don't have a bunch of questions. Okay. I literally came up with this idea when I phoned I you. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, this is yeah, convenient. Let's see if it works. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So pretty much. It's been a bit crazy and, and I've, I've been feeling really guilty mm-hmm. because I'm like, I really, I need to make content. I need to do stuff. I haven't even got photos, you know, and like l- literally last week I was in Light River Canyon and we were shooting a music video for Casper Nervist. Is that why you were there? Okay. So I was, I was, so helping, it wasn't in your personal capacity actually. No, no, I was helping produce the shoot. So obviously with my four by four and location experience mm-hmm. and stuff that came in very handy because we we could find these awesome locations mm. and it wasn't, we didn't want to do typical touristy things. You know, we wanted to find these epic, epic spots. Mm. And the thing is like, we ended up, ended up driving that little chimney up a mountain like this to get to the spot. And then after that, we had to then find somebody else with a four by four. Yeah, because you can't take all more than people. two people. Yeah. Exactly. But you could take all the gear, I assume. No. Or a lot of it. No. I, I had a raft on the roof. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I pulled a raft at three o'clock in the morning. And because um, that was like for one of the scenes, we had him on a, on this raft at a waterfall. Okay. Um, so I had to lug this raft this on the Casper, roof. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to lug r- The lug really this, famous South Africa. Really, okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and because like one of, the, one of his things was like, he's like, I have to have a raft. And we were like, we, for the same budget, we could, we could do a helicopter flight. We can do like all of these cool, epic things. No, he wants a raft. Is there a big waterfall? There's a waterfall okay. and there's the raft and there's the, uh, the girl in the bikini and all work. that stuff. So, like, and there I am, I'm like looking at this raft. So I went, I just, you know those guys on the side of the road, they sell those um, wooden fences. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, can you get me two? The reed ones. The reed the ones. Reed ones. Yeah. So I'm like, I need two of those in this these dimensions. I think it was like 2.4 by 1.2, mm-hmm. something like that. So now this on my roof of my car is hanging over the front there. It's hanging <laughs> off the side. I've got it like ratchet strapped onto the roof rack. And every time I go around the corner, it's like the car's leaning because it's like 70, 80 kilos worth of wood. Yeah, it's your small, this car's that not little car. very big. <laughs> so that was, it was an adventure just getting there. Um, the fuel consumption was just bananas. 
but it was it was also cool to see like how like the skills and that whole passion of overlanding and all that stuff actually became relevant in my day yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like for you, you taking your your passion and your thing and turning it into your day job. Yeah, and is, I mean, actually, funnily enough, so I mean, when we when we started, um, or when we took the plunge to start doing this permanently. Um, obviously took, taking the passion into the selling side of it and whatever the case might be and selling the products and trying to make it part of our lives. But something that we didn't expect to happen was as a re, I mean, it kind of happened as a result of Mano doing the, your designs. Mm. Um, but on the back of that, she used some of that to get additional stuff. So she's doing some, like a bunch of volunteer world uh, uh, or volunteering programs from your website and mm. some game reserves websites and stuff oh, like that's that, so awesome. which is also in the same industry mm. or in the same sphere as yeah. uh, um, as what we are doing now. Because you normally used to do like fintech stuff, mm. where now it's actually on the outdoor side and it actually just happened. But there's a massive massive gap in the design side there because mm. a lot of the stuff's not great. Well, I mean, think about that's I think why like my stuff is kind of blown up so much as well is because there is a gap. Uh, in quality content yeah. there's a lot of guys with a lot of passion but they don't have like me I've got 8 years in photo and film which can clearly shows in your videos as well you know so there's, there's still a lot for me to learn it's yeah. not like I know everything yeah. for video I haven't been doing video for a while and yeah. I think that that shows in some elements and things if, if somebody had to sit down and really like they knew what they were doing they would have some critique for me yeah know? but I mean YouTube is not it's not but I treat it like of you course know, you do, but that's your job, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take it very seriously. Don't be overcritical at all. Yeah. No. Like, I look at some of, like, the one video, our video that we did. Mm. That's my best performing video to date. I know, I've seen And it this. is, in my mind, it is the shittest video I've made. <laughs> <laughs> because it was, like, so slapdash. It was just like, ah, oh, I needed to do something, and I had the little tripod But people like the up. versus thing. People love yeah. stuff that this versus that. Yeah. yeah. Well, now the new, the my Can You Camp in a Gemini video, that's mm. going to overtake this one. The, that one is doing incredibly oh, well. Oh, really? It's doing That's really the well. last one you did, right? Yeah. yeah. That for, and I think it is one of those things where now actually people, the people wanting, they don't want to see the build stuff as much anymore. There's like maybe 40,000 people who want to see the build stuff yeah. of, of like yeah. my viewership. There's like 250,000, 300,000 people who want to see me do trips. Yeah. So now that puts the pressure on. That's like, okay, wait. If I actually want to turn this into something real, you need to do some trips. I need to do trips. But guess what? I need. I need time. I need money. You know what I mean? That's now where it it's becomes. So expensive. It becomes wow. crazy. And like even that Pilansburg trip, I only used YouTube money to do that. And I went for one day. We literally left in the morning. We camped for the night. Mm. We left the next day. And that cost me 3,000 rand. And that is a whole month's YouTube income in one day gone. But, you know, but I mean, if you can generate what you are generating out of that video, then it's yeah. worthwhile though. Because I assume if it does pass the other well, this one. this one's done better. So yeah. I actually, in a way, in inverted commas, made profit. Okay, okay. but that's awesome. Mean? But now what it means is now the next video, I've got a bit more to work with. Yeah. And now maybe I can extend it yeah, to two days or go a little bit further. Or, you know what I mean? Exactly. And then hopefully it's like, you know, I'm busy chatting with some of my Jimmy friends like Blaine and stuff about doing a Botswana trip. Um... Because that we can do, you know, we were chatting about we were saying we could do five videos from a Botswana trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every day is a different video. Yeah. We're leaving in three weeks. What? Yeah. For Tell me more. almost a month. What? Yeah. We're coming, we're leaving on the 14th. Yeah. Um, and then we're coming back on the 7th of July. What's your route looking like? Going 
Four teams were going to Uppington yeah. or to Kalahari. We're actually going hunting okay. for that weekend. It was actually pre-planned before mm-hmm. we planned the trip. And then from there, we're going first night, Mafi King. Second night, uh, Karma Rhino Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Then Kubo Island. Then I think Maun, if I'm not mistaken. And then Omochotso. If I'm pronouncing that, probably butchering the word. <laughs> um, and... And then we're going up Sinyati, um, we're not doing Savuti, Sinyati, um, and then up. And then we're ending up in Ngepi, which is in Namibia, mm-hmm. um, right at, in the north, that little arm that extends there. Mm-hmm. And then we've got four cars, and then we're splitting. Um, and then us and another one coming down through Namibia, and then we're doing Caprivi, oh, and we're coming Olifant's Flay, I think it is, Olifant's Fontaine. Um, and then we're ending up in I-Ice for the last two evenings. Oh, yeah. That is good. Now, now you're talking like my favorite. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, I uploaded a video that I had to remove. No, I didn't see it. Why did you have to remove it? Because of your own high quality standards or was there No, no, no. There, were external, there were external factors. Oh, and really? a viewer commented and like I started researching it. And mm. then I realized, okay, he's right. Oh, really? I can't actually post this. And then I got in touch with the National Park. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I was like, can I really not post this? And they're like, yeah, you really can't post this. This is very illegal. Um, is it places where you drove where you were not supposed no, to? No, no, no. It's not where we drove. Mm. It's where we droned. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> and, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I don't own a drone. Yes. That's the one yeah. thing missing from my videos yeah, is yeah. drone footage. Um, and I've never owned a drone. I've never flown a drone. I so you weren't aware of the regulations. So I had no idea. Yeah. We were just like, oh, it's the Richter's fault. We, we thought like, you so can't drone in a game farm, you know, like a game park, like Kruger because of poaching and things like that. No. We didn't think about the other sort of reasons. So I actually think you can get, I'm speaking under correction mm. here. I do think you can get without a commercial license. Mm drone license, you can get a permit to fly in the nas- in the parks, mm. if I'm not mistaken. I think you can. Um, but what you cannot do is earn money from that footage if you if you don't okay. have commercial. So, so it be demonetized. This is something I do know quite a lot of because we did the drone stuff in my previous life. Um, mm. So any money earned from flying a drone mm. and you don't have a license, um, you, so you call it an ROI, remote mm. operating. Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, you have to have a commercial license, um, and then it gets very sticky. Like, mm. they there's two levels of it. You can get your license about twenty five grand, and if you have your license, ROC. Sorry, yes. if you have your license, you still need an ROC, who only certain companies have to actually do Can the shoot with your. With your, uh, with your license. So now that even counts towards YouTube money. Like it's not like I've been hired by a client to shoot the specific thing. Yeah, so apparently it's that deep. Because um, what are all the YouTubers doing? They, you're telling me all of those guys are licensed? No, they're not. Definitely not. Um, I do think there's there's some leeway in in it. Like, yeah. like if I'm shooting for What's going to be enforced? Or, understand? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's not like you... Because you are allowed to fly it in, in certain public spaces. You are allowed to... Um, on private property, there's, mm. it's you're allowed to do a whole bunch of stuff. Because um, now that would mean, like, say for example, think about it, you can't fly in a national park. That means you can't fly in Tanqua. Yeah, hundred percent. That means Take you can't fly. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. You're not harming anything by flying no, there. No. So that was what I said to the guy. I was like, you know, what's the big deal? You know, it's like I'm not 
Then he, then he came in. Oh, then he came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he came in. He was like, oh, so you think you're above the law? And like all of these things. And like he was, look, he was right at the end of the day. Mm. So I pulled it down. Can you not just and remove the drone footage from the video? It's like all about the drone Oh, footage. really? Okay. It's like all, because I mean, this is like I said, like I brought my friend along and he oh, like has his drone and everything. And we were like, dude, I'm going to take you to the craziest place ever and we can fly the drone and it's going to be epic. You know what I mean? And But I wonder if you can retroactively buy a permit to get the... To, to I'm scared it. to dig any further because of the legal implications. I, I like even when I when I messaged the lady, I was like, "Oh, should I have done this?" Because oh, they could go and that. arrest. They could go and arrest my my friend, who is my boss as well. So that was a very awkward situation. So I just like I didn't want to delve any further into the situation. I was like, you know what? This is a beautiful thing, and I'll keep it for myself, and I'll share it with my family. So remind but, me, um, maybe tomorrow. Um, I've some of the people I know just in the forefront of this, I can ask them the exact ramifications, but mostly the what you, what can be done about it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's some loophole or there's something and I can just well, find out. I think out. that's the thing with like when I when we did the Apps drone show thing, like we spent a lot of time with with a consulting agency that worked that used to work at the CIA. Okay. Who did you use? Uh, I don't know their name. But I should probably know. Fly UAVI is probably the largest in the country. They're, like UA, a, yeah. they're based in Cape Town. No, it's Massive, a small, small team here. Oh, is it? Okay. Small team here, but they deal with very big projects. Like we did the Fly 300 drones in Joburg, CBD. Uh, okay, yeah. So you know it's what I mean? Big so, yeah, so no. they, they did, they, and they said, like, as far as anything is concerned with flying a drone, as long as it's not within, like, what is it, 50 meters of a road yeah, or yeah. not in a populated yeah. area. Like, so so for, for what we do, we're 100% chilled. We can do that. Yeah, but, but at the time, good, yeah, I wasn't asking good. the question of what if I'm monetized on YouTube and yeah. I'm getting an income. But that's also not 100% accurate. Yeah. Um, because, like, you're not allowed to fly on Table Mountain or Signal Hill, for instance. Because they're national parks. Because it's national park, yeah. But people do anyway. Of course. There's some awesome videos of it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And this is the thing. This is, another, this is where we walk the fine line. I don't want to be the guy who promotes that. Yeah. But, but I mean... But, but it's also like but if you if you go deeper the, into that yeah is is your video that you're shooting for YouTube on your normal camera does that constitute when on your personal capacity but you're releasing it on YouTube is that constituting filming do you need a film permit because it's still national park same thing mm, yeah you can go deeper into it yeah do I don't think, think it does I don't think so either. I think if you because it's not commercial because application exactly yeah. and that's and that's the thing it's like coming from my industry side of things it's like um, for us to shoot at this waterfall, mm. for example, for the music video in Blind River Canyon, yeah. we needed to get a permit. Yeah. Which is a fairly simple process, is it not? The, um, well, well, let me put it yes Cape no. Nature, it's a fairly simple okay. process. Simple with, yeah, brackets. With, with Mpumalanga Tourism Board, it is a quite a diff- different thing. But the thing is, as long as you pay your fee yeah, and you fine. give people warning and you ask the questions and you, yeah. and you give them what they need, then you can move forward. We were also shooting with one of the biggest performers in the country. Mm. They would be stupid to say no because yeah. that video is guaranteed going to get three, four million views. And it's great for tourism. And the area exactly. Right and this is the um, thing. It's like now, what happens now when it comes to us as micro-influencers, you know? Because, I mean, part of the whole going through that process with SA Tourism, we could see that there was a lot of um, kind of push where they want to start, they want to ramp up advertising oh, of tourism. So I've approached uh, the Northern Cape Tourism Board, yeah, but I have not heard a word back. Spoke to them, yes, all good. It's probably only it's, one person in the office. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, 
I mean, I haven't followed up again, but I'm like busy. But yeah. there's, I definitely think there's scope. Because, good example, they were at the the one expo we went to. There was a whole thing for the Northern Cape, and they had little thingies, um, little, like one big stall with a guy there from Seabrock or whatever with his sand, and one guy from, like, different little thingies yeah. uh, to promote the area. But I think there is scope in getting that promoted. Like, oh, some through of my those favorite places to film. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Makwaland National Park, most beautiful place. No, yeah, it's awesome. Um, Richtersfeld. And I mean, you go into IIs, you're just on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, are you going to come through Sendling Drift on the pontoon to come back? No, I don't think we're going to have time. I wanted to. Because um, I would say if there's one thing you should ever do in your entire life is camp at Richtersburg or De Hoek in the So at least I've done that because okay. I'm from the area. Um, we did that uh, quite a number of times when good. I was young. Like, because, I mean, because well, how would you rate that as like things no, it's to absolutely do? absolutely amazing, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously, so suspension kits arriving next week. What suspension are you getting? I'm doing the Gabriel is... HDP shocks. Okay. It's lime green. It's going to look really cool on the car. Yeah, but no really mentioned cool. you said lime green uh, shocks, and I thought maybe you're doing because I'm Iron Man does green ones, right? Yeah. So they do. Uh, I just haven't heard amazing things about the ride of the Ironmans. Oh, really? Okay. So I've heard great things about these Gabriel HDPs. And then the guys, so the guys who are organizing everything for me is mm-hmm. a company in Durban called Dassault 4x4. Okay. And they actually specialize in gymnies. Okay. They, and they have, they have a little... Four by four club, they they do everything. So so they are like Jimmy nuts, which is awesome. Yeah. At the same time as being engineers and things like that, so they oh, actually nice make the the coil springs themselves. Okay. So it's actually going to be the HDP shocks with paired up with these now specifically made for your car. Exactly, and the guys they've made these the coils to match the shock. So it's as good as going and buying an old man emu kit where everything is kind of mated together. Yeah. 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 And they dual rate coils, so yeah, so you can rate yeah exactly it's got, rated one. And exactly. yours is quite heavy at the moment. Are you still putting the tent on? The tent's going on, yeah. That's going on <laughs> next week as well. So Your next, fuel consumption is going to be lovely. Mm, it's going to be glorious. Um, but it's it's one of those things where now, ever since we got the new camera, I've not been able to use any of my old photos or anything. Nothing. We've got yeah, like, but how beautiful are those oh, new photos? It takes a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun though. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the thing is, like, what I, the one thing I love about the Fuji is you could literally, like, you could use it just straight out of camera. Yeah. You could yeah. just take that picture right there and upload it straight. Yeah. See, so, like, I don't know if you, you can transfer images from your camera yeah. to your phone. Hey? Yeah. So now, I mean. I finally just updated the app. It used to be so crap. But it's, it? okay. last month I updated Okay, yeah. nice. Because I find that that does help. If you are somewhere where you can get good signal. Yeah. You know, I can upload stuff straight away. Yeah, I also got, uh ordered a Lance Acher, a portrait rig for my tripod. So you oh. can take for Instagram stories and stuff. You can brackets, take, owl yeah, brackets. Yeah. So uh, my camera's in the car, but I just bought a new cage for my camera. Oh, nice. And I bought a monitor. Oh, yeah. And I'm buying a new lapel kit. Oh, yeah. I don't so know that what a lapel can, kit is. A lapel kit's like a lavalier mic. It's like a uh, mic, uh, it's a just mic like that. that. You, oh, okay. That you clip on here yeah. and then you put one on the camera and then it wirelessly transmits so that I can do... Did you buy a wireless one? Uh, yeah, I have one that isn't wireless yeah. now, mm. and it's just such a schlep. The batteries die all the time. Yeah, I can't charge so. it via USB or I have to. Um, so it's a bit of a nightmare because I've now even swapped my microphone. I used to have the sausage. Mm. I've gone to the little Rode video mic. I also have one of those. Go, worked great. Oh, but the Go, the wireless one. 
So they've just brought out a wireless one. Then road. The wireless, that's the one I'm getting. Oh, is that the one you're getting? I just use one of those little top ones. So I have the little top one, but the little floofy one. Mm. Best thing I've ever done. No battery. Yeah, that little thing. It works amazing. And it changes the sound like phenomenally. Yeah, so it really is. That that little thing has been awesome. Mm. That's really changed a lot. It's made it very easy to work. Um, It's also just reduced the the amount of times I would want to film. And then the, the sausage mic is dead. Yeah. And then I dropped my mic my camera in Dubai and then it broke the sound port no sound I was just using on camera audio yeah. for six videos or something stupid like that which is not great which is not great but I did it yeah. I made the videos yeah. and the thing is like people were more excited to see the videos than complain about complain the, about the sound, about the sound. Yeah. so I mean it also proves one of those things is like even if you can't make the best video make the video yeah fully I mean one of our videos uh, was the one we did for the hell and the voiceover is absolutely horrible. I wish I could just take it off and put it back on with a new voiceover, but I can't. <laughs> it's just like I'm embarrassed about how crappy it is. But I mean, but you live and you learn. Like, you learn, so it's fine. And the thing like, was like, the I next one at... was better, and then the latest, the last one we did was fine. Like, there's no issues. Okay, that, and that's the thing. It's like every everyone, and you know, I actually draw a line. It's maybe it's a little bit of a philosophical thing to even mm. talk about. It's like I draw a line at a point. And mm. I'm like, I know I could do better. I know I could do more. Yeah. But I draw the line and I go, you know what? This is fine for now. Mm. Because guess what? My next video, I won't make that same mistake. Yeah. And there's a natural progression forward. Whereas you can sit and you can fiddle and try and perfect it and, and, and put all your time and effort into making it perfect and never release it. And a lot of the time, those little small niggles, only you will realize or 100%. pick up at least at the end. In the end 100%. Yeah. No like I said, my least favorite in terms of a pr- production and quality yeah. is the most popular. Yeah. Because it's something people wanted to watch. Because, exactly. It's yeah. these long, drawn-out takes with very little editing. I don't know how people <laughs> put up with the jingling of my car keys. 300,000 people have I watched. Have, let me put it this way. I've watched that video, obviously, um, and I never picked up on your car key jingling. And then the one person comments, they said, I read the thing because I, I say, sorry about the car keys. I'll never, I'll never. Yeah. And since then, I've never put the car keys on there. It's just the key that goes. Oh, in. really? <laughs> yeah. But the one person was like, I only noticed it once you said something. And then I couldn't unnotice it. So there's also like this element of like, my brain holds onto that information because mm. we, we in that environment all the time at yeah. work. You know what yeah. I mean? We, we're watching through videos and we're picking oh, up every course, little you can't. Floor. Yeah, you can't. So that's my like part of my job is, you know, looking at that quality control and, and looking over the edits and looking at the stuff before it goes to clients and, and picking up every single possible mistake. Yeah, that makes a massive difference because it's your job. Yeah. No. But it also implies a lot of other things to it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and where sometimes maybe it's good to just let go and yeah. just have fun with it. And I, I see guys put at up At the videos. end of the day, doing this for fun. It should be fun. If it's exactly. not fun, and then that's, what's and that's the point? I think, and that's where I think I kind of like, I feel a bit cuck at the moment because it's like, I actually really enjoy making my videos. Yeah. I enjoy doing my, my Rome overlanding stuff and it's yeah. something that I want to do more of. Yeah. But getting so busy that I can't, I have like this internal war. I know? mean, we haven't put out anything in a while proper and we were supposed to be in Ado last week and we canceled the trip. We were too busy. We couldn't go. Um, Jeez. So you're not, you're not alone in that. Mm. In that so part. what's keeping you guys busy? Um, so on my side with the Blue Ridge Overland gear stuff, mm. just getting those, I mean, pushing the sales, the sales are going go so well. Does that sound take a lot? 
take a lot on our online store yeah. and then we're pushing into other retailers. Um, so I didn't push it into brick and mortar retailers specifically because I wanted to see how the sales go, wanted to see which products sell um, mm. so I can start so recommending can to them. Up. I don't want to buy a uh, bunch of dead stock that just mm. sits here and no one buys it. And I wanted to build a bit of a brand. So the one important thing was with the brand and that they told me from the US was very important was for people to understand the system that everything fits together and it you need to buy this bag and this and this and people have started to do that so people aren't just buying a little bag they're buying the, the seat back panel and then they're buying yeah. another bag and then they're coming back and buying the water which bottle awesome. thing which is exactly yeah. what you want yeah, and it pushes awesome. up your basket value so that's that's yeah. awesome and that's been quite important to get yeah. The marketing right to get people to understand what they need to mm. how you, you it works need demonstration yeah on the one side it's been great to get all that marketing and see where how to exactly because it's a new brand launching mm. in the country it's always you need to build the brand so on the one side it's been good but on the flip side i had to get a physical space where i can show the product i've had a mm. bunch of people that, like, i drove to some people in cape town to show them what it looks like which worked well i mean it's good service but now to get into a place where i've got it in a bunch of stores and people can actually go and view it. And I need to get to... Hopefully we'll do... Um, what's it? The getaway show in mm-hmm. October. Um, would you partner up with the store there? Or will you get your own stand? The plan is to partner up with the store. It's yeah. stupidly expensive. I don't it think I'll do it. Yeah. Um, it'll... I don't, and I don't have enough product to do. Like, I mean, I can probably do a whole store on my own. But it's not necessary. I'd rather partner with someone. Um, mm. And then do it proper. And um, I think what's nice with those expos is... You know, I see a lot of the, the within the 4x4 industry, a lot mm. of people rely on those expos. Yeah. Because they'll run expo sales. Yes. And they'll go, do good sales at the expo. Yeah. And what you do is then you essentially create a, you create a bit of a buzz around it and then people will specifically go to the expo to yeah. come to your store yes. to buy those products. It's worth the ticket cost. It's worth all that because yeah. they're going to get a good deal. 100%. And they can come and speak to someone that's there specifically. It's not just someone in a store that might not know the product or, God, you know, it gets to a, where you get to a yeah. store and someone doesn't. If someone's at an well, expo. I know, more than the, I know more than the salesperson at yeah. the store. But when you get to an expo, most of the time the person there is the person either owning the business or mm-hmm. some sort of manager or something to that extent. And it's someone that actually, that's there specifically it. to sell the product, which makes yeah. a massive difference. Yeah. Um, and getting it, getting the, the message across. The other reason we've been quite busy is what I mentioned earlier, you know, with all the additional work and stuff. Just That's okay. You know, I know I got a guy got in touch and he was like, "Hey, where did you get your logo done?" And I was just like, "You got to go to the <laughs> She'll sort everything There's out. It's a guy from. I wonder if it's him from an African country. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's Kenya or something. Yeah, uh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia. And it's, stuff she's busy with, as far yeah. as I'm aware. Yeah, and there's just awesome. Like, yeah. and I know for me, there's a couple other little things I want to do because mm. now I've started doing the merchant stuff yes. for my page. Looks nice though. Yeah, we're uh-huh. in the trying out the green one. See how, how many colors did you do? Uh, I did green, black, gray, white. And is it for Patreons that's just signed up regardless, or is it specific tiers? So it's not tier based. It's actually well, it is tier based. Mm. It's the the ten dollar tier. Ten dollar tier. Twenty dollar tier. Mm. Um, and then you have to be a patron for two months. Oh, okay. Okay. You so can't you have just to sign up and get so, a shirt. But the way that I'm doing it is I actually thought about it and I was like, you know what? A person who is a patron for two months and donates forty dollars mm. is at the same level of importance as somebody who's a one dollar patron who's done it for forty months. Yeah, correct. So what I've done is the way I'm working it out is even if you're not 
a $40 Patreon, you know, a $20 yeah, Patreon. Yeah. If you've been with the channel and you've supported the channel for a while and your total pledge over time is X is $40. Okay. I'll send you a shirt. Okay. So thanks. Okay. And at, the overheads are really bad. Like <laughs> I basically, basically for every dollar I make from Patreon, I send that money back to people, whether it was that paid for Mano mm-hmm. to do the designs yep, and everything. And, and all the patrons voted for the designs they liked and everything. Like that. So everybody, all the patrons were It's awesome to keep everyone involved. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it now as a patron, they've gone from donating to getting the logo done or through the design of the logo, getting that logo done Mm-hmm. And now they've got the merch with the logo that they chose. That they chose, yeah. You know, Which is it's awesome. Kinda, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a nice, it's really cool. Nice so journey, yeah. I think it's also one of those things where people can feel like they've been part of what, yeah. part of the growth of Romoverland. Yeah. And I, I think like for me, that's really cool to do that. And I make it a, a huge effort for me to find, because, you know, shipping in South Africa is an issue, yep. especially internationally. So I found a international company that I can do all the shirts and the designs per order Mm-hmm. Per person over there, and it's printed either in the states mm. or in Europe. Okay, nice. And distributed from there. Awesome. Not even a week, and it's delivered. Oh, that's awesome, now. So that's been really cool, and it's a company called Printful. Um, so I mean, I assume the shirt itself is probably a little bit more expensive than what you can get here. Yes, a lot more. But the shipping, if you take the shipping out, I can get a shirt the here. For, I can get this shirt mm-hmm. here. It's 50 bucks. Yes. Yeah, we we went to go and get pricing. It's cheap. Yeah. Like, it's not expensive. Yeah, the prints yeah. cost more than yeah. the shirt. Yeah. Um, those shirts, those shirts are 200 to 300 rand each. Oh, really? That much difference? It's a lot more expensive. But I wonder why. Like, why would the shirt... Is, do you think it's the company? Like, why would the shirt be more expensive? It's you understand? per order. Like, so there's no bulk. You know what I mean? So, so if I order one shirt... With one sticker printed yeah. and delivery. Oh, that's inc- that's not the, just the shirt. It includes the print on it. So the shirt, the print, and delivery. Oh, uh, okay. No, that changes it. 400 yeah. rand. Okay. So that's why when somebody donates $40, that's 600 rand. Yeah. So <laughs> 400 of that goes to getting them the shirt. Yeah. Um, because I guess, in a way... It's more important for me to have a community of people yeah. who who identify with Rome Overlanding, yeah. who who see something in it that they see in themselves. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is, and, and one of my patrons, uh, like Blaine, he's been there from day one, like, and he's like big on his support. Like, I mean, I was I was at his house the other day. I went to go drop off his hoodie and his oh, yeah. shirt, and because uh, he's hit a, a whole new bracket okay. where like the forty dollars ain't ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Like he's he's in his own world of of support. So like I was like, dude. Here's your hoodie. Like, okay, that's awesome. There's only one other person who has a hoodie, and that's me. Okay. So, um, so that's really cool. I was there with Chang Buri rolls and chatting. Oh, nice. I think we were there for I was there for five hours. We were just talking gymnies and. But it's awesome to see how involved people get. Like we've got a couple mm. of people on the robots as well. Mm. Um, that's been there since the beginning, mm. and they comment on everything and they engage on everything, oh. and it's it's, and it's awesome. Without like, those guys, though, you can't, you you can't actually grow. No, because if you don't get the likes, you don't get no. the comments, no. and you don't get the shares, no. the Can't channel dies. Yeah, exactly. And and what's been cool is like now even something like now with the podcast, for example, it's it's like my first one had twenty five listens. I was <laughs> I wanted yeah. to ask you, yeah, twenty five. The next one was four hundred. 
Okay, no, that's a nice jump. You know jump. what I mean? So that, like, that was a jump. I don't know if the next one will, will do the same jump. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll find a spot. But this is for people who... I know they, they've already watched the videos. Mm-hmm. They already follow me on Instagram. They already care about, about Rome Overlanding. Yeah. You know, this is something for them to like, oh, what's Adrian been doing? You know, or who's Adrian talking to? Or who does, you know, what's going on? So you've done two so far, right? So I've done two. Yes. So you're my first guest. Thank you. <laughs> so that's, that's like, that's quite cool. And I think what's also awesome about it is like you, like you guys are the first people that I met yeah. in this whole vibe. Kind of vibe, yeah. Mm. And who were, so I think it's very appropriate because I think you guys were like my second or third video on the channel. Yeah, something like that. And now you're my second or third podcast. Oh, nice. So I think it's, can you believe it hasn't even been a year? No, it hasn't. I mean, we started Robos December 2017 Mm. um, as something fun. I I honestly think we started very similar Similar times. Similar time. Yeah. It must be because I started following your stuff around that time as mm. well. I think you already had a website up, if I remember correctly. Oh, I, sat, I, I spent the whole of Christmas just sitting in my room, just it. like making a website. And then I came out and like, I'm an overlander. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we started then, which is a year and a half now. And I mean, it started taking a life, getting a life of its own middle almost a year ago. Okay, so we also started putting in more effort when we saw people engaging. Mm. Obviously, our efforts and the engagement from yeah, our side. Yeah, it's amazing how that kind of motivates you. Yeah, massive motivation. I mean, I quit my job. <laughs> it's crazy. Do you think you made the right move? Yeah, definitely. It's nice sitting, working at home on my own. Don't need to worry about staff and, I don't want to say customers, but I used to be in the service industry. Yeah. Which is different to retail clients. Yeah. Um, can be a little bit more of a headache sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to sit, work on my own, sit here. I mean, we're sitting here having yeah. this. No, it's oh, true. It's, it's true. true. I try to steal, I steal my hours where I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, we try and go away as much as we can. Mm. As, as I said, been busy. But at the end of the day, we've got a three and a half week trip coming up. That's going to no, be, so, be loads, awesome, of, yeah. loads of videos and photos and everything. Yeah. So I'm super excited about it. Where I'm sitting... With your Jimny stuff, it looks like you hit the nail on the head with getting that at the right time. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100%. so it's actually funny how someone would tell you, you know, you need to get a Toyota. Because, I mean, I, I'm i quite loyal to it. And okay, I, well, let's, let's do it this I way. I love my Toyota. But on the flip side, there's so many people with it. And it's to exactly. differentiate. I mean, for you to differentiate from where you were when it just came out was, I don't want to say easy, but fairly simple compared mm. to... Us needing to, it's just another Toyota. Now, I don't know if you know uh, Photo Runner. Yes. Okay, now you see he's just got a new Dodge. Yeah, I know. It's a massive truck. Epic. Yeah. Epic. That in its own has put him in another category, right? But, you think his Toyota fans are happy? No, and I've seen, I've seen the, his seen comments and the, the feedback on his, on his stories. And, and If and I had to swap to a Toyota... What would happen to my Jimny fans? You know what I mean? They would they would go mental. Like I get questions every day. Oh, what should I get? Should I get a Jimny or should I get a KB two hundred or should I get a you know a Jeep Wrangler or yeah. whatever? I'm like, you get can't it. ask me. <laughs> I bought the Jimny. Yeah. You know, Jimny is not a cheap car. I wanted to show you this. So, I mean, I would really, I would. Is this your dream? Not specifically this, but my. 
my dad sent me one of his friends, and he just this is mm, he just got call. this back. This is in Springbok, by the way. What? Yeah. Who's UK. doing the I've the no trade? Who did it? I'm sp- I mainly to call him. Um, but this is locally. This is here. And he had it done now. That's nice, hey. Huh? That's um, one thing I must say, like the guys at like Patriots. Yeah, they, they do an awesome oh, job. I mean, that's the, I don't know if you've seen the X Overland, the Expedition Overland, their Tundra that they did yeah, the conversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That to me is like, because I was looking at going to Canada for a bit and what I would have bought would have been the Tundra. Oh, is that your plan? Yeah, I was going to go there and I was going to buy a Tundra because I was like, I was like, come from the Amarok, and I was like, screw this. I want a truck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I want a big truck. I mean, what did I end up getting? A chimney. <laughs> um, so, I mean, when I buy a new, uh, what I would buy is either a Troopy, which I still love, mm. um, or a 80 or 100 series Land Cruiser. All in one. Um, I, was, I was actually saying, I was having a chat with, with um, Jace from Easy On, and I was like, if, if, because he was like, you know, why don't you get a Toyota? Mm. I was like, I'm not a Hilux guy. For some people, it's a no-brainer. Like, why did you would, get a Toyota? But what I would do is I would do an 80 series, yeah. but I'd do a vintage mod. Wooden roof rack. Uh, you know, no, like, okay. like things like that. I would go have like extra seen, vintage. Have you seen the one Icon did for Joe Rogan? Yes. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and that's exactly the, the kind of thing I, I kind of think now... If somebody, if, if Suzuki came to me and they're like, because I've sold a couple of Suzukis on behalf of them. You I'm know what sure I mean? you I've, have. Yeah, I've there's done, just no doubt that you Yeah, have I've done that. some sales work there. <laughs> if Suzuki came to me and they're like, you know what? We want to give you another Jimny just to see like your other idea of a Jimny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is one idea of the Jimny, the ultimate micro yeah, overlay, yeah. right? But I've got ideas for other Jimny builds. You know what I mean? That I would do. Like just pucker off-road, 100%. No tent, no awning, yeah. no nothing. Just bits. I would, you know, I would chop the back off. Yeah, I would yeah. put little bars, make it like a little micro jeep. And yeah, like they the did with some of the summarize you get, like the older ones. They exactly. chopped it with the. And it would be like just going out on the weekend, doing some trails, or you know, go taking part in some competitions dunes. and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so, so it'd just be like a fun car. And I feel like if if I do end up getting another car in the future. Because realistically, you know, if I end up getting married or having kids or whatever, I can't just have a Jimny forever. <laughs> you know, like the Jimny is like a one person or well, two people and a dog, maybe. Yeah. Or one person and a dog. Yeah. Especially if you want to do what, what we do. There's no space. Like I'm still weighing up. Do I, do I put in... And I mean, if you, you start going away, yeah, if you start going away for two, three weeks, then like space it becomes, is a big it becomes problem. A, yeah. an issue. And you need to spend seven days without any... Like getting you uh, look the thing is we luckily with places like Botswana it's like you know you don't have to go more than three long. days or yeah. even a day yeah. without yeah. water yeah you know like but there are spaces or spots where there are spots where you want to get to yeah where you're going to knape a little yeah but this is where I was thinking like I there's a part of me that wants to do that on my own mm. but I also really want to do that in a group mm. and I feel like I want to assemble a team you know what I mean? I want to like put together a team of people where we can go and do these cool trips. Yeah. But we have like, if there's somebody with a bucky, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have to carry a fridge because someone else has a fridge. They yeah. can carry yeah. two yeah. extra jerry cans. You know what I mean? And things like that. And kind of like build a little team where we can work off of one another. Yeah. The only one that would not be working off of anyone or with anyone would be the chimney. 
Because there's no space. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I take real nice photos and nice videos. So can you fit a fridge? You can fit a fridge, right? Yeah. Can you fit anything next to it? Yeah, a drawer system. Oh yeah, it goes in there. I actually want to see it before I leave. It's not in here at the moment. It's, it's not. It's getting powder coated and stuff. Oh moment. really? Yeah. I'm getting my the for. Uh, Robo's rig DIY, the second part. Yes, I saw you getting got some it, CNC. Some I'm getting it fitted CNC. on Friday. Ooh. I can show you some pictures yeah, um, of what I had. I love these. And this is like the nerd in me. It's like anything gear related, I'm very excited about. I'm shooting the whole thing. So um, I'll be putting out a video for that. Because I, uh, I don't know. Did I see it in next video week. or did I see it in stories? stories I posted right? some stories last week of it. So that's the initial design. Mm. So it's just a basic box. I mean, so now is your current box coming out? Or is this no. So top? this, so I took out the back seats. Yeah. So this I is sitting this flush. Is... Um, okay. So your current box is staying in. Yeah. So my, in front of that. Where your back door would open. Yeah. So my back out. door. So this is actually, it opens to the top. Or it opens up okay, okay, that okay. way. Because yeah, yeah. Um, when you're DIYing something like this at home. Yes. And then I realized I don't have capacity to do it at okay, home. Okay. Um, I don't have the tools to do it proper. So I went yeah. to the guys at uh, Dunn Brothers CNC. So they've helped me previously with other stuff. And um, what's nice is he builds like caravans and a whole bunch of other stuff. So he likes fabrication, like like just not just a cupboard or whatever. Mm -hmm. He likes to play around and experiment a little bit. That's like that. Um, so he helped me out quite a lot and um, put together this. So this is sits flush with my the one at the back. If I go on my own, I can sleep in the back of the car because oh, nice. it's the size of a bed. Mm -hmm. um, and then adding proper locks to it so that I can actually lock it and keep all of the stuff in there. So the idea is... So drone can go in there and things like that. Yeah, so my idea actually is to put... Um, because the, the, the drawers at the back, if I've got my fridge open, it becomes an issue to get, to get some of the stuff out of the drawers. So I'd rather keep like recovery gear, things I don't need when I stop off next to the road to have lunch. Mm. I'll keep in the drawers at the back and then I'll keep the rest of the stuff there. Um, so it's easy to access and I can just, mm. I can take my fridge out and I can go on the sides and it's always open. It's, it's not stuff stacked in the back. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the covering of carpet is going to look exactly, it's going to look like one unit from the back to the front. It's going to be nice. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's going to be Putting really some nice. rails up. I guess, I guess stuff like down. getting that help from, from them. It's like, that's like what I have with, um, Rob at Bush Tech. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, he's been a champ. Shit. Like since day one, he's been helping me out with stuff. Oh, yeah, awesome! And it's like it's all these things that like, how can I show people what he's done? But we, but he also does that. this type of fabrication. I mean, that's I mean, what they, they do. They do the canopies, yeah, and they do that's what they really do. good canopies, the best canopies. And no. uh, they also do bucky slides and fridge slides and things. Yeah, like no, that. no, no, I know. So, no, so no, like they, their, their the product layout is it's on point. Now the thing is. The issue with the Jimny is the limitation of space, the limitation of mounting points. We don't just have a buck that we can just drill through and bolt and, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> right underneath where we put in our drill system is the fuel tank. Oh, so you can't do anything. There. You can't drill through yeah. there. So we've had to build a frame and it's been rendition after rendition after rendition to find something that's going to be strong enough that if you're in an accident, that fridge doesn't go flying. Oh yeah, of course. You need, or if you because that'll rolls. be a problem. It's a chimney. <laughs> it rolls. You know what I mean? They they known to do that kind of stuff. Um, the guys from Goose Gear. Do so I've used a, a lot, lot of similar. Exactly, you know, I've, I've taken a lot of inspiration from the guys uh, at Goose Gear. So you can see. I've spoken here, to him, the the guy. 
This is actually the battery. Oh, nice. This is my drawing. Yeah, mm-hmm. As you can tell, I mean, perfectly, perfect drawing. <laughs> the fridge, and then somewhat of a draw system here. We, we, we're not going with this anymore, mm. the way that this is done. We're going to try and work something similar to it. But what's really going to make this amazing and what I'm really excited to get working on, and we, it's just he has to have my car. Oh, and okay. I have to and have you, my car. Yeah. So we can't get working on it really quickly because there's just no time. He's really busy. He's running a – he actually, which yeah. is actually very interesting, which I'd like to give a little bit of a, a little bit of a shout-out to. Is um, he runs a company called Spots, mm. which is st- strategic protection of threatened species. Okay. Anti poaching. Yeah. And he operates like a UAV drone. Okay. Then and they do like proper like proper reconnaissance kind yeah. of stuff. They got night vision. They yeah. like he was I was helping him out like picking a camera and things like that to put on there. So we like could put the A seven R three on there. Okay. Huge megapixels. You know the low light is great. Um, and they actually look for footprints. Like okay. he said, like I need to be able to see a footprint. Oh, really? okay. From that the sky. Okay. Like, I need to be like, so they, they literally, they track footprints. So he's always in the Pilansburg, always running bush tech. Always, you know what I mean? So he's a really busy dude. Prolific with what he's doing. And something that's really cool that I would, that I said to him that I really want to do is I want to do a documentary about what they do. Oh, awesome. And I'd love to have like the Jimny as like part of this thing and make yeah. like a little Rome special. Where we actually go and we see, side of and we go and see what these guys do, and if we can go on like a night op or something, and yeah, go that'd be like, awesome. I think that would be really cool. I mean, it's a little bit dangerous because the guys literally have AK forty sevens and like rifles and everything. But he says they operate with like mm. with all the the security and everything. Yeah, they get like mercenaries and stuff. Yeah, like it's quite badass. Yeah, yeah. And Rob himself is quite a badass dude. So I, it would be something that would be really cool, you know, and do yeah, that'd be awesome. do a little bit of something with Rome and with them because yeah. that's pure charity. Yeah. That's like, and, and, it, and I'd like to do more kind of charity things like that. Like even now with everything that happened in Mozambique mm-hmm. recently with the cyclone, yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have been able to put together a team, take okay. through building materials, medicine, Always go with stuff what like to that. Give for givers. That was the first guys that was there. Always speak mm-hmm. to them. Try and yeah. do something like that. Cause I'd like to, I mean, yeah. that would be a cool thing to, I mean, yes, to film and generate content and stuff, but more than that, generate awareness with yeah. a local, with I mean, with an international community. Yeah. And if we can have somewhere where people can donate some money towards or something like that to actually help these people. Yeah. I think awesome. 700,000 people got displaced from their homes. I know. It's massive. And I mean, it's not in the media anymore, but it's still a massive no, issue. Like 700,000 people don't have homes. That is insane. Like if, even if you could go there and build four homes, mm. it's worth it yeah. for those four families. But even like my mom is in pharmacy. You know, like if we could just take medicine, just yeah. basic things, yeah. just to help prevent people from getting sick a little bit yeah. or, you know, just to help, just do something. It's like one of those things where the roads were so destroyed. Here we are with these vehicles that can go anywhere. Yeah. Why not use them to do something a little bit more than yeah. go on a camping yeah. trip yeah. or, yeah. you know, like service our own needs. So I do think that at least once a year, I want to try and put together something where we can go and do something cool. That's a good you know idea, I mean? though. And like you guys film, I film. You know, we photograph, we do, do the whole thing. thing yeah. We set up like a, a nice donation link or something where people can donate money towards a cause or whatever. And we should brainstorm this a little bit because, as I mentioned earlier, with Mano mm. working on the volunteer side, mm. um, with this bunch of people we've met and who's approached us because they obviously know we do rollboards as well, so they've approached us on some of the 
the marketing side and the, mm. on the volunteer stuff. So um, you should definitely chat about it. At yeah, some point, you know? I think it would be cool. I feel like it's a good thing, especially like nowadays to balance that sense of serving your own needs and then helping other people. Yeah. And like helping other people with zero expectation of mm. anything in return. Yeah, yeah. Even if like none of our videos make any storm or yeah. anything. As because that as shouldn't people, be the point. Yeah. Exactly. As long as people get the help that they need. Yeah. I think that would be cool. And I mean, we are in Africa. There's so many <laughs> people who need help. People need stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and if, you know, what's, what's really lucky, like with me is like my viewership is international completely. Yeah. Like my local viewership is maybe 5%. Everything else imagine, is. Yeah. Australia is like 15% now. Oh, really? Yeah. We've got quite a lot of people from Venezuela as well. South Americans love yeah. Jimneys. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's quite Obviously crazy. It's they not love going well there now, but I mean, they love their 4x4. They love their 4x4. Especially the guys in Panama. Shout out to the homies in Panama because those guys, <laughs> like, they, I, I get a lot of passion from those guys. Like, they'll comment on every, they'll watch every single video and they'll comment on every single one. Oh, really? You know, they'll be like, they'll consume every little, little bit that I give them. And that's awesome because I'm, that you make these videos for people who, they love the content. Yeah. Like they love it, they watch it, they they can't wait for the next video. And I, that's why, I like, I'm like, damn, I need to make these videos, man. I got like, there's these guys out there. They they're like, Rome hasn't released anything in a while. Like, I'm getting a little bit sad, you know. Like, <laughs> I hope you know everything's okay and everything. But where's my damn video? Yeah. Um, but I think now, like I was saying earlier, suspension. Yeah, rooftop that's gonna be nice. Tent. Yeah. Rooftop you, tent. I'm excited. So when about. is that coming? Okay, so rooftop tent. Should be next week. So Jess, at the moment, is just in, he was just been in the states for Expo West. Expo West. We need to go there next year, by the way. Yeah. We need to make a mission. Big, just big need to make a mission there. I mean, look, everyone was there this year. I know. And we need to make a mission. We need yeah. to plan it and then go and the do thing. The thing is, I want my Jimny there. You know what I mean? I, know, I feel like that's slight, a slight expense, slightly expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's one hundred and twenty thousand rand or something to get it oh. there and back. And yeah, so I mean, now with the rooftop tent happening, that's gonna I can't do the rooftop tent until I've done the suspension. Oh, of course, because you need to do the. I need the, to have the. I need to have the, the upgraded suspension. suspension to be able to handle it. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily need that. No, you do need it, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm I'm not just putting suspension. I'm also doing wheel spaces. Okay. Just to widen the wheel track a little bit. To keep it stable with the heavier load exactly. on top. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So everything that I'm doing is kind of and the wheel spaces do you get specifically for the gymnies so the guys at Desol oh, they, they, they do everything you. so they've machined the wheel spaces they've done there's a special little bracket you need on the one model of the gymney for it's got like a headlight sensor they've uh, just done that uh, then it's the coils and then the shock absorbers okay um, so that's going to widen the wheel track lift the car because mm. think now the car I've got 60 kilos of steel on there so with the bumpers and the roof rack and everything the vehicle's already sagging quite a lot. You can imagine, yeah. So now, by putting a 50 mil lift on, it's going to not only, it's going to probably be more than 50 miles. Because mm -hmm. I don't know how much it's sagging by. Ours is currently a little bit heavy, at, or it looks like it's heavy at the back, but what's actually going on is we compensated for the bull bar in front. So until the bull bar is okay. not fitted, it still yes. looks like, especially when we load it, like it's a little bit loose in the front, but the mm. bull bar is getting fitted hopefully next week or the week thereafter. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. And you guys are going with Wild Dog, hey? Wild Dog, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Super excited. See you again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Their, their bumpers are, I would say, one of the best looking. I just moment. still need to sort out what lights I'll put in. Don't okay. they? Don't they come with lights? I don't think. I don't know. We. I haven't. I'm seeing him tomorrow. I'm sure it so. does. Oh, awesome. Because mine came with lights. Okay, awesome. And they use the Hella. They're incredible. Oh, awesome. You and I don't so know what the Hella. Those little like things the because they've been so busy with Nampu and with a whole bunch of stuff that yeah. we actually haven't had time to properly like. No, it's um, epic. Handled what we had to handle, but we haven't. That's why I'm seeing him tomorrow to yeah. actually. No, chat the new, the new lights are epic. They, they, especially if, if they're doing the Hella lights, which I'm pretty sure they will, because that's what they stock. Um. They work like a bomb. Now, the awesome. Jimny has really good light standard. Yeah. And these are almost more powerful than my headlights. Um, so I think you're going to notice a big, big difference. difference. Yeah. Just make sure that they line them up properly because they are very bright and they do blind people if they're not set up. So, so currently, it's an issue with my, with, with my nose. My <laughs> ear. Everyone flashes me. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay. I'm like, then I turn it on. <laughs> and like, oh. No, no, it happens with the Jimny as well just because it's. Um, but you probably have. Lights are so uh, uh, can you dial it down? It has a, okay, so now that's automatically does that automatic. That's why we need a bracket on the shock absorbers at the back. Uh, okay. It actually has a sensor on the rear suspension. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, really weird little detail. So what happens is if you lift it too high, your lights are gonna. Oh, uh, then it does that. They're gonna raise. Okay. So yeah, so there's a weird. It's like a weird little bug. If you have the base version of the Jimny, it doesn't have that feature. So you're fine. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, which is, it has a manual adjuster. Yeah. So you can adjust manually yes. up or down. Yeah, yeah, that's whereas what Whereas mine about. is automatic. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is a weird feature and that I didn't really know. But I guess that's, that's well implemented technology. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's, it's going to be super exciting because now with the awning on, <laughs> I remember when I saw your awning first time yeah how, just how lacquer and easy and everything that was yeah but yours is even more convenient though, because it just pops so open nice. <laughs> it's so nice it is actually like i set it up and i was like what have i been doing with my life before so my this? whole roof setup needs to change like i need to get a new roof rack i need still need to get a new tent i need to get well easy one is running the competition soon and i need, I need <laughs> i'll definitely be entering and i need to get a new awning i like the awning um mm. and it's I'm used to it now. It flips open quick, quick. Um, that's not an issue. But my tent, not like I'm over the tent. And um, but you've got the traditional roof top. Yeah, tent. just a normal, straightforward Hannibal. Would one. you go clamshell? Yes. Oh. So what I'm putting on is the blade. Yes, I know. But what I saw recently, they had. Um, they have the dart, which is their, their fiberglass version. Yes. And they had this one set up somewhere overseas. I don't like, I don't like it was, the fiberglass. Actually. I don't like the fiberglass one either. Hence, I'm going with the blade. Because yeah, the blade is just it's like, it looks sexy well. yeah. as yeah. anything. And it's got, yeah, it's, it's more great. dynamic. It's just yeah. everything. It yeah. has load bars. It's got, so it, it's really I've checked really it out. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very, very excited for that. But what I did see is that if the weight is too much mm. and the 10 kilo difference between the blade and the dart makes sense mm -hmm. and I have to like okay you know for safety for whatever oh, go with the dart and stick. Okay, they do it in grey and black do they because yes. most of the people do it in, in white, white. And black. so yes. Hannibal does a white one um, uh, you can do it in full black if you want or, uh, but they do it in the same grey as my journey in the black. reason I thought they didn't do it in black was because the it might start fading over time so what I was thinking of mm -hmm. doing rather is to do because like the wrap 
mm-hmm. the, the branding I have is black pixel and not just black printed on white vinyl. So if you wrap the vinyl on the mm-hmm. white, on just one of the white uh, uh, fiberglass mm. clamshells, it, just... it will just work. And then it, won't, it will never fade. Yeah. yeah. I like your guys' wrap. I like your guys' wrap a lot. So we're redoing it, eh? No. Yeah. So we're changing it. So we've got a couple of brands on board. So we keep adding some people on okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, See, it's I'm, quite in your face as well. I'm nervous about putting branding on the car, sponsor branding on the car. Okay. I'm going to have a spot for sponsor branding and I'm going to do it on the inside of my door, on the okay. back, the, the tailgate door. So I'll just have that. It's just a plastic board there and I can put stickers and whatever. Everything there, yeah. Um, but um, because the car is gray, and because all of my accessories are black, yeah, and the, and the yeah, sticker is fair black, enough. Yeah. If I go and put a yellow sticker on the side yeah. there, it's going to just. So one of the things that we did that we did say it needs to fall into the color grading for us. So we might change the color to to fit with the rest of the vehicle and so mm. on and so forth. Um, Are you going to keep the vehicle white? Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing the full wrap. Um, mm. The white's fine. I'm happy with the white. It's just we're making the actual logo smaller, our own one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest adjustment with the logo on is I can't swear at people who drive like assholes in the road anymore because they see the branding on yeah, the car. And sometimes I, I'm driving around. I really want like, to shout at you. Yeah, and, I need, and I need to do these maneuvers, you know, these Joe Berg maneuvers. And, and you like, can't. Yeah, I know. Um, or I do and it. We're adding, the worst and thing. We're adding like, some, um, and then we'll be adding just some, some of the brands. Um, mm. But, uh, I mean, they're supporting us. So I don't have any problem putting it on. Uh, so I am Simon from Robos Overland. We do a lot of the same stuff as you guys. You guys can follow us on Robos Overland ZA, I think it is on Instagram. Um, but if you put Robos Overland, it should come up. Also do some videos. And then most importantly, or as important, we also sell Blue Ridge Overland gear in South Africa. Check out our website. We sell on Take a Lot and Soon and quite a few other stores. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And 